Hello, friends. How's it going? Coming at you today with some um, marketing criticism, I guess. And here's the thing. I'm about to speculate on something being bad marketing, but I don't know if it is or not because it's very possible that it's very good marketing. I have no idea if this product is doing fantastically or if it's not, but I figured I'll at least talk about my thought process around it because things like this inform me and my decisions and how I market the things that I build. So this is about Just JavaScript. It's a book by Dan Abramov. I think it's pronounced Abramov, not Abramov. I don't know. And yeah, it's like a digital product that explains how JavaScript works, but in a bit of a different way rather than it's like deep JavaScript knowledge, but it's very accessible. And the goal is to give you a mental model of a good working mental model, an exhaustive mental model of how JavaScript works, where if you change, you know, like things like passing by reference and whatnot, but he never uses those words and he doesn't talk about memory specifically. The, the goal is to explain JavaScript in the same way that like we learned how the universe works by looking up at the stars from a planet from like a limited scope we could you know draw conclusions and and whatever and so this is kind of the same thing but for javascript is like what if we were observing javascript by the way it behaves and building a mental model rather than building out an exhaustive like this is how javascript technologically works you know um you know these are pointers to to slots in memory and stuff like that that's not what this is about so it's very good extremely good content dan is incredibly smart i followed him for a while he his blog is amazing he's a fantastic he's he's not the creator of react but he creates react he's big he's very big in the on the react team he works for facebook um he's a great speaker he's a great writer and he writes he's one of those unique people who's a deep thinker incredibly good programmer and writes about it all which is such a treat for someone like me who wants to absorb someone like him and i'm able to do that because he actually writes about the stuff he does so dan is a great smart super cool dude yep and he's doing this product so of course it's great and so as soon as he started he started, these were just free emails so i signed up right away and got these emails and really really liked the content um, it's great if you haven't I mean now it's available for purchase so go buy it um, it's like 40% off right now definitely go pay and it's not even that expensive go pick it up but here's the thing so great content he did it in uh, over email for a while and then he kind of went dark after so really really good content so clearly it, it took him a ton of effort and time and he paired up with a designer to create these awesome visualizations for the concepts he's trying to teach but he got to a certain point and then kind of dropped off and was like, hey guys, like I'm going dark here. I'm going to, you know, turn this into a paid thing. And so there's this giant valley of not hearing from Dan for a very long time. I'd be interested to know how long between now and then. And what he did was went offline and worked on this thing and turned it into a paid product that has a landing page and whatnot. And then he just popped up out of nowhere and started selling it. Um, and that was like a week ago, maybe two weeks ago. I don't know. And here's the thing. Here's the first observation that I made. Well, this is very similar to my VS Code experience. I started giving away the best content I could over a free email newsletter. And then when I felt like I'd given enough away for free, I went dark and turned it into something and added content and really put a lot of work in. And that's the giant valley of despair. We actually have to build the thing and get it to the finish line. And that took me a long, long time, but I did it and then came back and launched it and whatever. So very similar to what Dan is doing here. I imagine he underwent a similar experience. Um, his timeline may have been a little longer. I don't know though. So here's the first observation. I did not buy just JavaScript. Now, as I'm saying this, like now that I'm actually like putting work in this, I should buy it. I totally should. Um, but I, I'm at least observing that I didn't 
you know, my instinct was not to buy it. And this is why he explicitly said that there's no new material basically, or maybe if he didn't explicitly say it, if you look through like the, you know, the whatever, the table of contents type thing. Yeah. The things he talks about are all the things. Yeah. Are all the things that I already learned about from these emails. So I wish I could find a little bit where he, yeah. So it's the first, this is the first season of just JavaScript. It exists of 10 episodes. So there will be more smart on him for doing it in seasons because in future seasons, I will have not seen that content and I will probably buy it. I should buy it right now, but whatever. I'm just kind of explaining it as somebody who doesn't, you know, feel any obligation to buy something. This mental model isn't scoped to describe Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I, you know, I saw it and I went, you know, I already saw this, like I already read all this stuff. I'm not getting anything new. I have a busy life. I, you know, I'm just whatever. I passed it by. So mistake number one, he could have easily withheld a little bit of content or added a few episodes or, you know, from a marketing perspective, if he would have said even a single bonus chapter, then I would have thought, cool. If he would have, you know, sort of explained or teased some something new that I would be getting by buying this thing, I would have bought it right away. Um, so I think that was a marketing mistake. That's the first one that I observed. And so, and all of this is not to criticize Dan. This is to inform myself and remind myself that that it's not just about creating the best content. It's also about positioning it well to, you know, to, I mean, if the content's good, so there's nothing he can do that would be dishonest in this regard. He would just be, you know, teasing content because it's worth it. And and if I were, if I had been teased, I would have paid. So I think that's one thing. Um, yeah. Also, I think like the first email I got back from him, yeah, and I could be getting my facts wrong, but it's a good reminder to provide more of a runway, communicate to me a little bit about the process of what went into getting this to the finish line. Cause he just kind of said that it was reworked, but I would love to witness some of the rework so that I could perceive the value. You know what I'm saying? So it's a good, really good reminder to me. The marketing mistake that I'm observing is that my my concept of what's going on right now is this is Dan Abramov. He's incredibly smart, super intelligent, hardworking, did a great job on a thing, but his whole career has been an open source. He's probably like feels yucky about marketing, doesn't want to do it. And he's just like, Psh, whatever, I'm going to make great content. If they want it, they can buy it. If not, whatever. He's not trying to like double down on all the optimal strategies. And that's sort of, that's sort of the vibe I get. So anyway, so he just sent an email. He sent, I think three, maybe, um, none of these are facts. These are all just my recollection of scrolling in my email inbox. He sent like three emails launching just JavaScript, you know, reminding you that you can buy it and it's at a discount. And here's the, here's the latest one. Just JavaScript is my first product. And I think, cool, I'm about to, you know, hear about this being like Dan's first real independent product. And that's what he does. But this is how he starts it. Let's get this out of the way, dot, dot, dot. And immediately I'm like, hmm, this is painful for him. There's something going on here that just sets a negative tone. I want you to buy just JavaScript, <laughs> period. That's the next sentence. Okay, I get it. Being direct and upfront, where are you headed with this? Then he says, I once sold a lamp online because it was too large. I sold my soul to a classmate in high school for $1. Other than that, I've never sold a product, book, or course on the internet. Everything cr- I've created has been free. Selling things online makes me uncomfortable. Marketing is not my favorite activity. Writing these emails is difficult, but I want you to buy just JavaScript. Tens of thousands of developers like you read the drafts. 
worked through exercises and provided feedback. Maggie and I spent countless hours reviewing the feedback and using it to refine the text and integrate the exercise in a cohesive learning experience. And it's available for purchase now. And that's basically it. That's it. That's this email. And I'm reading this and I'm going, ooh, I think this is a mistake. <laughs> that's why I started recording this. I read this and there's a few things. One, it, this is the thing. I think I talked about at one point. I played uh, my first little show for at a bar and with my buddy. We had a little duo thing. And I was sweating profusely because I was super into it. It was crazy freaking hot on stage. And I kept talking about how I was sweating so much because I felt like it was obvious to people. And well, if it's obvious to people, I should be self-aware enough and acknowledge that, you know, that, yeah, this is gross or something. I don't know. And I remember getting off stage intermission and my dad said, hey, stop talking about your sweat. And he said it in, you know, my dad's the most loving guy in the world, but he shoots straight. And it was one of those, hey, I know you think this is a good idea. It's not a good idea stop. And I learned a big lesson that day that as much as you want, and this is the same goes with going on stage and saying, oh, I'm super nervous. All it does is make your audience vicariously nervous. It's this unfortunate thing where in principle, I would love to always be honest about everything to everyone. But this is one of those things where you kind of owe it to your audience to put on a show, to, to pretend that you're super confident because it's going to put them at ease and they'll have a great time and they'll think you're really confident. And it'll just go better than when you self-deprecate. So I've learned the consequences of being overly transparent. And that's what I see with this email is him saying, listen, I hate marketing. I really hate selling things, but I like creating things. And I've done a lot of free work. Buy this thing. I want you to buy it. Thing is, he never said, please. He never, you know what I mean? There's just like the tone of it is very dry. And he says twice, I want you to buy just JavaScript. Literally. It's like, you know, and then he says, selling this makes me uncomfortable. It makes me uncomfortable reading that. So a part of me is thinking maybe sales aren't going as good as he wanted because he made that mistake from before. And maybe he's just saying, hey guys, just freaking buy this thing, which seems a little desperate. So I'm painting pictures in my head and whatever. Dan's the best. This product's the best. Go buy it. But I'm at least making observations about what I think I should do differently next time I approach a project. You know, these are some things to learn from, some observations of mine. So there you go. Thanks for hanging out. See you.